Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, August 11th, 2022. Today on the Ether, part one of a two part Robo and Raccoon AMA and the 2022 Roadmap to Glory. Let's take a listen. Okay, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. That was the. Uh... There we go, guys. Sorry, I had to turn the, uh, the sound off there. That was the. Uh... Welcome to Rackville, uh, Rack Rap that you can find on YouTube, guys, by the wonderful uh, Nixon Supersonic. I must say, Nixon, what a legend. He was the receiver of my first NFT ever giveaway. Anyway, guys, welcome. It's uh, Thursday evening here in Bangkok. It's nine o'clock and I'm surprisingly sober, sitting with a, a big jug of uh, Ovaltine while I'm, while I'm at work, right? Let's just say that, yeah? Right, so guys, tonight I'm going to bring Rock straight in, but we're going to do a different format, right, to what we normally do. Uh, we want as much alpha and as much information out of Mall as possible. So it kind of makes sense, guys. Uh, we talked about this the other day. We're going to kind of run through a little past, present, and future regarding the RAC project, uh, where we are, where we're headed. Uh, we've got lots of things to talk about. We're talking about reserves. We're talking about audits. We're talking about, you know, AI as a service. Whatever Mole wants to talk about is on the menu. Uh, once we've given the project overview, the updates, etc., then we're going to get all of you guys in, obviously, to ask uh, Mole any questions for however long he's got left so mr rack are you there brother good evening right Mr. ah there we go brother always i don't know why the space is like like kicks off the headset every time and then after you reconnect it's fine you know how are you doing brother you must be tired you were up late last night yeah yeah i've been able to catch uh, an hour of sleep so i'm good but uh, yeah we're still uh we're trying to make it happen like yeah, the Dungeon V2 during the AMA. I think we've been able to, to nail it, so it's a very good news. Everybody in the group chat's been calling you lazy. So I don't, I mean, we haven't had an update or a drop or a development in about like three days. What's happening? You guys are just, you must be in the hammock taking it far too easy, brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. It's, it's, it's all the beers that are, that are laying around and uh, we're just chilling, man. <laughs> well, Maul, what I want to do is I want to get straight into some, you know, pretty big, I'm not going to say alpha today, but uh, let, let's call it that, right? Uh, brother, what about all of this success that you've got going on? What about all of this recent adulation and everything that's going on? How are you guys like dealing with this? The, the the newfound like eyes and focus on you. How are you guys doing? Yeah, it's doing fine. I mean, it's I don't know what to say. I feel like when we're having a lot of love and people just playing our games, it just push up 
push us to just do more stuff and just keep on delivering. So it's, I don't know, man. I don't know what happened in the last week, but so many people wrote to us and told us they were behind us and like they liked what we did. So it's it's pretty amazing. I mean, I feel like every time I give the same speech, we're just very like uh, thankful for the community and stuff like that. So. Yeah, we're doing this very uh, well, the community. Yeah. Very humble, very humble. But you guys came from humble roots. I mean, pretty much like, you know, you've bootstrapped your own uh, protocol, basically. Uh, you know, with the airdrop, the NFTs, the giveaways. I mean, you guys are a shining example for other projects, I think, that might be looking to launch on places like Juno, might be looking to how they can tap into a community. Uh, I, I think you're a brilliant shining example of what other projects can now come in the space and do, right? Yeah, and we've been also helping uh, a few people down the road. It's, I mean, we're not only doing this for us, like to make profit or anything. We're just like if if the ecosystem like grows uh, as much as we grow, it's just, it's just a win-win. So we're just like helping other people too, and that's a win-win in the end. Trajectory has been absolutely amazing since the dungeon came along. I mean, the lottery was fantastic. We had a bit of traction, but that dungeon's what sort of ascended us to that next level. And then the dice came in. Dude, what's been going on the last five weeks? The rack coins done it like over a 10x. The NFTs were like the other day. What was it? I mean, it was like a five on the all time law, 5x or 6x off the all time law. Dude, Raccoon is hot property right now, yeah? Yeah, and the funny thing is that we haven't paid anyone yet, so it's even better that way. But I feel like it's it's just what we do when people share what we do, and that's it. I think it's the organic way of doing it. I'm not going to dwell on the past too much, but one thing I did want to ask was about your challenges. Out of all of the stuff that you guys have done, and people probably don't know exactly how much work you guys have been putting into to all the different products and stuff you've got going on, right? What's what's been your biggest challenge so far? Has, has it been on the blockchain tech front, like we mentioned about the Rocket game and the, the uh, blockchain time, the block time? Uh, has it been that, or has it been a human kind of like you know? personal type thing like dealing with you know networks and etc where's your biggest challenges been yeah i think the definitely the biggest challenge with the team is uh, i would say it's like balancing like personal life and all of this like i don't know we feel like we don't we don't really feel like a pressure but like we like to achieve stuff and want to say something we just want to deliver it so i think it's mostly personal but the, let's say like on the tech side or the blockchain side I mean, it's, it's always just a matter of time and just understanding like how everything works and how we can implement something and make sure like that the user when they play, it's, it's like easy to play and stuff like that. So you mentioned the rocket. So I think maybe like two weeks ago, we said that the rocket should be released in August, but like it was a bit more difficult than we expected because most of the games, when you play the rocket, for those who are not aware, the rocket is the thing um, you just launch the rocket and then over time there's exponential uh, gains to be made and then you can opt out the rocket whenever you want. So the tricky thing with this is making sure that like we want we always want to be free on chain. So the tricky thing is to make sure that the interface is following uh, that's on chain. So yeah. 
Young man, I mean, you mentioned uh, you mentioned the rocket, so the the rocket sort of uh, down, you know, down the line a little bit, and a couple of other things. All right, uh, I, I, like I say, I don't want to dwell on the past because that's finished. And to me, I almost feel like we've reached like the end of like a phase one. I mentioned this to you on the call the other day, right? I do, like especially with like the new dungeon and stuff, it almost feels like that's the first like phase of yeah. I'm not going to say roadmap, but your plans, you know. And now you guys are on to phase two. You've got some exciting things to tell everybody about, right? Uh, But current, what we've got or what we're looking at right now, where are we? What uh, what have you guys got cooking up? What's about to be released, or what what are your plans for? Especially for like you know the next week or the rest of the month, right? So um, it's a good thing that you talk about the past because. Uh, a lot of people in the Discord and people that own NFTs basically want to know what's happening with the misery, what's happening like with uh, the revenues that's been generated on the platform. And um, basically, we're currently building like a dashboard for NFT holders so they can see the reserve and like uh, when's going to be the distribution, how much it's going to be, and stuff like that. And to be able to actually make this, we had to go back since uh, when we sold out the NFTs. I think it was on March 27, March 28. It's been it's a while back. And what we did is just like an history from there to now, like where the like the secret flow and what's what we did with the money actually. So it was like it took some time, but we traced back everything and the I think when the NFT holders see the page of the dashboard and the reserve, uh, they'll be pretty happy with it. There's a lot of transparency and like we explain all the flow. So I didn't answer your question right there. I just spoke about the past. But, uh, is that going to be specific? That'll be specific to the NFT holders, but let's so obviously you'll you'll collect connect your wallet. But the uh, the reserve information is that specifically just for the NFT holders, or can anybody access that? Uh, I mean, it's on chain, so that people can access. But, I mean, the dashboard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like uh, all the like all our games and the reserve are always going to be on chain. The games are on chain, and we don't want to implement like a web two thing where people just drop their tokens in there sketchy wallet and stuff like that that's never going to happen it's always going to be on chain so people can see the information about the reserve on chain but the dashboard that we're creating is specifically for the nft holders it's only them that's going to be able to see it because it's it's impacting like uh, the distribution of the rewards so it's mostly for them yeah Leon, that's uh, that's that's nice and interesting uh, when can we expect to see the dashboard or when are we gonna is there any because i know something that the community you know Really, guys, we've talked about this on the Discord call and stuff, and it's quite common knowledge, but maybe not for, for new people. Uh, Rack don't like to kind of like stick to deadlines, or the best thing is they'll say, oh, we're, we're going to aim for like the end of this month or something around there, but then they'll always deliver early or kind of like bang on when they're said. Uh, dude, when can we expect the new? Because I believe it's a whole revamp, isn't it, of the uh, supply website, right, as well? Oh, sorry, you're going to have the reserve on the gambling platform, but you, you're also updating Raccoon Supply as well, right? Yeah, exactly. So, like most of you maybe didn't notice, but the, uh, the old, uh, well, the Raccoon Supply website and the Raccoon.bet website, uh, they were on a similar backend thing. So, we had to update it to make it uh, possible to connect onto mobile in the browser. So, it's mainly like something of the backend. So, the Raccoon.bet is using this backend. And I think. I will be able to release Raccoon Supplies new interface and new backend uh, this weekend. So if everything goes well, tomorrow we'll finish the uh, the reserve thing and the uh, for the NFT holders. 
And yeah, it's what happened this weekend, I think. Fantastic. Uh, shout out to our uh, to our artist, uh, uh, our name, our name, Rock Namer. Mr. Little Gaines, because he keeps asking about this dashboard all the time. It's been, he's been talking about it from day one, you know. So we might be seeing it this weekend, right? Absolutely brilliant. Uh, by the way, giving Little Gaines a shout out, I see, uh, I see Mr. Rack got his PFP with his uh, name put on there, yeah? Yeah, big thanks to, to Gaines, man. <laughs> I feel like he's been putting so much work in this thing. Uh, we need to, like we've been talking about it, to, to have it uh, something on chain, to have it on CPS. It's, I think it's really, well, it's actually you that proposed it. It will make like a community uh, NFT on secret with these uh, headers. That would be amazing. Well, we, we might get to that a little bit later, right? We might get to that a little bit later. Uh, buddy, I just want to know, when you're mentioning about, obviously, like your front end for the users, etc., right? Uh, I know you guys have been having problems with, uh, you know, charts and uh, CoinGecko and everything else, right? Uh, other, uh, I mean... You guys, and I want to really get this point across to everybody listening, and, and Moll's going to tell us, right? You guys are kind of taking matters into your own hands, right? Uh, like we've seen with the Juno Swap uh, LP that front end that you put up, right, on the website, yeah, that we've got the staking one. Uh, you guys are kind of going to just take, take all of this and just put it into your interfaces, right? Is that the plan eventually? Yeah, uh, that's basically the plan, and we have uh, something else with it. So what we want to do is, like like I said, we always want to be on-chain, and what we're currently building is like a contract that's going to be taking the information from uh, JunoSwap, and we'll be able to make like a charts and pricing and volume and, st and stuff like that. And all this information is going to be usable by anyone. So we're going to have a contract that fetch the information, uh, like, Let's say every five minutes, every hour, every day, just to make sure we are able to make charts. And it's going to be like, uh, we're going to leverage on-chain information to generate price and charts and stuff like that. We're already working on it, and it's it's working well, but there's still a lot of stuff to do there. But Alpha, Alpha, yeah. Alpha, anyone joining late's not getting the Alpha, are there? That brings me to the next thing, which is what you're talking about to me is uh, RAAS, isn't it? Raccoon as a service. Uh, you know, when we talk about uh, third-party services and stuff like that and where you guys are headed, what the kind of motto is about simplifying access to AI, uh, are there plans for Rack to be offering uh, third-party services that will be purchased uh, by maybe, you know, the projects, organizations, et cetera, protocols, and, and used? Would that, would that happen? Do you think you guys are going to move into providing services for other projects? Yeah, so um, there's many ways to answer this question. So basically, as of now, like you guys notice, we're focusing on the games on the platform. And when we're able to have, like, let's say, five, six games by the end of the year and be on not only Juno, but the secret, that's for sure we're going to have, like, rock, paper, scissors and secret. That's going to be pretty fun. But, like, after that, we've been able to have a few games and they're running well and stuff like that. Uh, we're for sure going to work on the uh, more on the services and stuff like that. Because like we said a bit, like at the very beginning, it's, it's a while since we said that. But the, the goal is to actually be able to bring some AI as a service, like you said, on chain. But that's for sure it's for the long term. It's not going to happen <laughs> in a month. But yeah, uh, I do have a background in AI and probability. So 
that's that's one of that's a dream that we can bring some AI on chain. But yeah, that's for the long term. Maybe, maybe you know, a lot of NFT projects. It's it's like a very uh, sort of short time, like short horizon timeline going on for for what can be achieved and done. Listening to what you're saying there, you guys have got plans for the next like in twelve months time, in twenty four months time. You've got this longevity view of your project, which I know from speaking to you like privately, right? Which is what I'm trying to mention it for. But just for all of the NFT holders all of the rack coin investors and the people that are playing the platform and stuff, you know, it's fantastic to have a short term view of rack and see them releasing, you know, dungeon V2 and then the dicey of the week and everything. But to take a step back and take that longevity view and understand that you've got big brains here that are working relentlessly in the background to produce absolute quality. Now, what I will say is no one can argue with the track record mall. This is the thing that I love at the minute and how we're so confident, right? But talk about you to anybody really confident is because your track record is impeccable. So when I hear you talk about, you know, AI as a service, et cetera, stuff like that, raccoon as a service, I know you guys will do it. And I, but it might be in the future. It might be 12 months, 24 months, fine, but it's coming. And who else will do it? Who's first mover? That's how I think of Raccoon. You know, it's a, for me, it's a it's a five to ten year play. I'm in here for the long haul, yeah. Exactly. It's a good thing that you just brought up there. It's like it's always hard to make like let's say roadmap for the next like two years or even the next year. Like we never know what's gonna happen. For example, when uh, when we minted the, the NFTs, like Secret and Juno, like Secret was around like four four bucks, five bucks, and Juno was around like twenty bucks, if I remember correctly. And now we've had this, like this downturn. So it's it's hard to predict what's going to happen in one year. But for sure, we have a plan for what's going to come next uh, until the end of the year, and what we have for the next year. But like in the long term, we're going to be there. But it's hard to say exactly what's going to happen, like uh, at the end of 2023, for example. I ask a personal question, and you don't have to talk about it uh, live on air. That's absolutely fine. I, I would totally understand that. But uh, I mean, did you guys get hit in the uh, lunar UST scenario? Because we have we haven't had. A, I mean, we we had a few spaces back in the day, but we haven't had a spaces for a good couple of months now. Uh, you jumped on the one with Gaines like a couple of weeks ago or whatever. When when I was speaking to him, and then and we suggested it. You know, we haven't had a spaces like for ages. Uh, did you guys get hit at all in there? The Luna UST debacle. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, we, everyone's going to see like, the information on the the dashboard website. But basically, uh, what we did when we sell, we started from the minting uh, phase and like where did the money flow? So I can give a heads up. Everyone will know anyway. So when we minted, we took around let's say twenty k in the UST. We did it, put it in anchor, and part of this was for the reserve. And a part of it was also for, uh, let's say, like very short expenses and stuff like that. So we did get it uh, on the UST side, but not only like we lost a part of the reserve, that's for sure. So that's why, um, like both of us, the co-founder, we did take some personal Juno to make the reserve. But anyway, that's we're just we're just doing it that way. But um, yeah, it happened in the UST when it trashed, but still. All everything like all the profit that we've made from the NFTs were reinvested in like a majority in Secret and the rest it's currently staked and a part of it is in Juno. So these things also fell down, but like it's coming up. But yeah, 
I don't know if that was I feel like I was just Dude, to thank you. Thank you so much, though, for the transparency because it, it does count and it does matter, you know. When, 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 listen, if I can hear you speaking like from the heart and just being open and honest and open book, everybody else can hear it as well, right? We can detect it, you know, in your approach to your answers. So thank you for the transparency. And to be honest, I wouldn't expect anything less because you guys are awesome. Uh, and especially listening to the part about you putting some of, you know, the your personal uh, Juno in to help the reserve. Uh, we are going to talk about the reserve, uh, Mol. I did, I did want to touch on, you know, the reserve and I did want to touch on uh, audits. Uh, and I also just, just let you know, want to touch on the validator conversation that's, that's been going around just so that we can air that, you know. Uh, talking about the reserve, buddy. How how's it looking? You guys are planning the first distribution soon, I, I think, aren't you? Yeah. So up it's going. Like we had. Um, so there's been like every reserve or independent. So you have one contract, and then like say the dice contract have its own reserve. The dungeon has its own reserve. So uh, what we did, like the reserve is going well. We're a bit, let's say, a bit under uh, the target of the reserve. But I mean, it's. Like these type of games, it's all about the volume. Like it's gonna take some time until we reach the targeted reserve. But we're for sure, if you if you play like a million games on the platform, we're for sure gonna get to that reserve uh, target. And uh, basically, yeah. So we have one reserve for the dungeon. So this reserve that like the dungeon D one is gonna be taken and put into uh, the dungeon D two. Uh, we actually already did it. Like the dungeon D two contract is already on chain. It's already filled with. Uh, 1,500 Juno, and uh, we also have a reserve for the dice, which uh, we're going to take a part of this reserve for the slot skin. So basically, we're just moving around like a part of each of the reserves to make sure they are evenly distributed between each of the games. So yeah, that's how it works. I know right now, just from that answer, that Rama's probably got like four pages of notes and questions already written out just from that like like two minute comment that you gave, you know, about the reserve. He's waiting in the wings. I bet he's got the first question, Rama, and he'll have like four A4 pages of information. Can I just check this? What, what did you say about this contract? What did you say about this? I can't wait to bring the boy in and ask. But I, I want to get the information out there before we bring the questions, right? Uh, I'm doing the leading, so to speak, guys, with a question. The, the, the reserve situation will lead me next straight into audits obviously, uh, Mole, because that's where I've had a few queries. Uh, I mean, do you want to, is there anything you want to say about the auditing process? How how's it, has it started? How's it gone? Is there anything you've got? Uh, are you talking about the audit process for uh, the smart contracts? You auditing the reserve as well, though. I thought you guys were going to audit the reserve. Is that, is it? Well, I might have got it, this wrong, mind. You'll have to correct me. No, well, basically, the, like, Let's say a audit of the reserve. Basically, all the information, what everything that flows and flows out of the reserve is going to put uh, is going to be put on the reserve dashboard for the NFT holders. So you guys are going to see like every transaction that happened in a reserve. Uh, when GRAC is filled, is filled in a contract. When Juno goes in, when Juno goes out. So the audit is going to be all the information that's available on, on the website. So. We prepared all of this for Rama, man. I mean, we know he's gonna have any questions, so <laughs> we're ready for him. <laughs> 
Korean man. He's fuck. I bet his autism. I nearly swore there. I'm trying not to. I bet his autism is off the scale right now. Uh, I only mentioned that, dude. I mean, it was. I think it was in the proof of concept about the reserve being audited. Uh, but I also remember some chatter. I thought on the disc. I mean, I haven't. I don't care about audits, to be honest with you. Um, that is the last thing. It's just for everybody listening. Like, I'm not even interested. I wouldn't look at it. I wouldn't read it. I wouldn't be bothered if, like, it passed or, you know, if there was excessive vulnerabilities or whatever. I wouldn't really care. Maybe, well, maybe not vulnerabilities, but, you know. Uh, so the the auditing process or anything, you guys, you guys are not doing anything with that at the moment, except for the dashboard is going to be the kind of auditor for us as the end user, yeah? So, yeah, so basically, I, yeah, I understand your question now. So we talked about the reserve, but uh, the audit that was planned for the smart contracts, actually. So the smart contracts are not open source, and they haven't been audited, and that we, we can clear. And like we said in the proof concept, it's it's going to come. We will need to audit the contract to make sure like everyone is safe and stuff like that. But the only matter at this point is that everyone we reach out to to have an audit, is, it's pretty expensive. So as of now, like when the reserves gets to a point, it's, it's going to be mandatory that these contracts are audited or put open source. But the thing with, like, you know, you know, customers are like, I'm sorry. Put a governance prop up. Just say, hey, look, we need this money, like, you, you know, for, for this, right? Right. Like, but just put a, we can put a prop up, no? Yeah, that's for sure. We could put a prop up and make it audited or even open source. Like we don't, we don't want open source our contract. It's always a matter of like, let's say money, because at the end of the day, we haven't took any profit so far, and it's like we want to make it happen and stretch it, and then make the audit when we have a bit more money. But I think it's a good idea. I mean. We could put a prop up to make these contract open source or audited. I mean, I mean, from the reserve though, you could put a prop up to say, "Hey guys, look, you know, an audit will put us on a different level, uh, credibility wise and reputational wise." You know, uh, we, we, we want to put a prop up, but the audit's very expensive. Uh, we want to ask the NFT holder. Saying that, that would be. Uh, I never even thought about that's going to be an issue because the uh, reserve is for the NFT holders, but the DAO is a different situation. Sorry, I, I shouldn't have thought that. I, I didn't think ahead too much, but I'm just thinking: if an audit's too expensive, how can the community? Like, what can we do? How can the organisation that we all are part of, you know, from this audit, just to get that stamp of approval? To me, it's not a big deal. Uh, Mol, you're in the industry. I'm just a pleb. Uh, I mean, what price does a does a, an actual like audit come in at when they fully audit your code, like the Cerdic or whoever? It really depends. I'd say like the cheaper, like the cheapest that we saw for one contract, it was depending like how complex was the contract. But the cheapest that we saw was around, I mean, four uh, k, I would say, and we saw some audit that were around like seven k. But uh, I spoke with, uh, I think it was like a tweet from uh, Kevin Garrison, which said, I think there is a, a DAO that actually does audit, and I think it's less expensive, but we definitely have to look more into it. Like, we looked into it at the very beginning, and then we kept speaking with people that does audit. But like, anyway, I think it's a good thing that you discuss about the prop. When we have the, the NFT holders DAO, then that's when it's going to be possible to make uh, a proposal, and then everyone agrees uh, on which which company or which DAO 
we select to make the audit and stuff like that. The thing is, people listening know that you've got the intent to to follow that path. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I will say, mind, like someone like Certic, you should be getting an IBC discount off those guys, you know? <laughs> Something like Certic should be like, okay, we'll give you like, you know, 15, 20% uh, IBC discount. Uh, by the way, I'm getting some messages. Mall, just to say, like, absolutely loving the transparency, uh, the openness, the honesty. I've got to tell you, I've been doing some of these spaces quite recently, like just listening in, sometimes sometimes speaking, sometimes speaking at five o'clock in the morning when I shouldn't be speaking. People need to learn to take my devices off me. But uh, I've listened to some projects, and when they're talking, they sound a bit like shifty, a bit shady, as if, you know, there's trying to be things like hid under the carpet, yeah? I'm getting some DMs now just to say, like, your openness and your honesty and your humility is fantastic. So thank you very much for that, brother. Yeah, I mean, we've been like this from the start. And we're like, man, how we see it is like, if you're trying to hide information and you're fully on chain, or even if you're not fully on chain, everyone's going to know at the end of the day, because... If you do some, something sketchy, there's going to be people digging and trying to find out what are you guys doing and stuff like that. So uh, let's say we hide something today and then it goes under the carpet and then it's six months later, something happens. People are going to start digging and they're just going to figure it out. So might as well be transparent now and tell everyone when we make a mistake or when we do something. And that way it's much more easier. We sleep better at night, I think. <laughs> exactly. We all sleep well at night, brother. And that's what it is. And actually, I think... Uh... Test amount of that was the uh, the Juno swap issue with the contract, you know, where there was an issue and then the rack water rewards didn't get added until like after the raw rewards. I mean, you guys were straight out just again. That public discourse. Uh, I mean, you guys don't, don't ship posts. That's why you've got people like me and Rom and everyone around, right? You guys are matter of fact. Everybody's talked about this. Yeah, you guys are just matter of fact delivering this information, you know, if you mess up, you tell us. Like, and nobody bats an eyelid. Nobody's like, ah, oh, you know, the rewards are being delayed or this or this. I think it's, this is part of the ethos of, of who we are as a community. We all have taken that from you. That, that humility, that humbleness, right? And we, we're putting it. I know people don't, I know outsiders don't think it. Outsiders think we're just horrible bastards sometimes. I'm sorry for swearing. Uh, but outsiders think us are really bad sometimes. But when, when they come in the community, you know, they get a different, a different idea when they get eyeballs on us. Uh, and I think that's imperative for Raccoon is to keep that. No matter how big Raccoon gets, I think you guys will never change from that attitude, right? That grassroots, organic starting place where you came from. We've come in, tried to help out. You're delivering. I don't think any of us will ever change, bro, yeah? Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Like, it's, I feel like, like we're, we're not that much in the project. We're two co-founders, and we have someone helping out like uh, part-time, and then we have our artist that's also part-time. But like from the start, we've all been, always been like the same. Even like if it's a big success, we're going to remain the, the same. And I, it, it makes me like remember like, even from the start, when like we started with the rack airdrop, which is back in February, there was a lot of people telling telling us like our project was shit and stuff like that. But we didn't like it's for sure affect us a bit. But still, I, I think the best way of like showing people that we're not only doing this for us is helping the others and explaining stuff. And 
even last week, like there was one guy in the Discord asked us to to help him to make queries on Juno and on Secret and stuff like that, and we just did a quick GitHub guest just to help him. So, like we said a bit earlier, if the if the community and the ecosystem grows, we're gonna grow as well. So that's how we see it. Absolute legends. You bet on the community, and the community answered you, and look what's happening, people. If anybody new that's listening to this that doesn't know really what we're talking about, just go and look at Stash App, the secondary NFT marketplace. Look at the numbers. Look at the traction since the dungeon dropped. Look at what the all-time low floor has gone to what it is today. Look at the coin just doing a 10x. Legends, guys. I mean, this is all down to your hard work because without the hard work, we've got nothing to support. So it's, it's like, I'm not going to say a vicious circle, but it's a circle going round, you know. The more we support you, the more you uh, ship. The more you ship, the more we support you, right? Is that how this is working out right now? Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> I feel like sometimes we're like, are we a bit boring? Because like at the end of the day, when we go in space, we just say everything like we remain transparent. But the thing is, we don't come into space and tell you, buy this thing, it's going to moon and stuff like that. So sometimes we, we feel like we're a bit boring because we're too by the book or too, I don't know. I don't know what to say it, but uh, the thing that's nice with this is that when the community or people come to us, we don't get like moon buzz. It's people that are questioning some stuff and they want like a logical answer and stuff like that. So sorry if we're a bit boring sometimes, but that's how we are. Dude, it's not that. It's not that. Raccoons can, as creatures can actually be like a, a little bit reserved. They're very, uh, you know, habitable and social with their, like, group, right? But they don't take too well to outsiders coming and uh, stealing their trash. You know, people need to remember that at heart, we're trash pandas. That's, that's I think, the, the, the thing that sometimes people overlook. Guys, we are trash pandas, right? We are fam. We are family. Uh, dude, I need to touch on something, because I know everybody's uh, waiting for this, and... Uh, you have given me some information about the future, right? And, and I know others will have questions. I want to touch, uh, and I'm, I'm just focused on you, not other projects. You're all I'm talking about. Uh, I want to touch on this validator conversation, uh, and especially like this new kind of concept of uh, like white labeling, you know, getting like other people to run your validator because you're a name. Like you can be a YouTube personality. And, you know, one of these validators might contact you or you might contact them, strike up a relationship. Next thing, you're branded as a validator, but someone else is running your set for you. And there's been, I mean, I'm not going to go on about, I'm not going to mention any names, right? That's not what this space is about. I just want to say that in the Discord and a bit on Twitter, and maybe me a few months ago, there was a lot of talk about, you know, like when Rack Chamber, then people were like, no, no, when Rack validator first, right? Uh, I mean, do you want to, these questions like when rack validator when rack chain would you like to take the opportunity to speak to the community and just today put those conversations to bed one way or another and so you can speak about that and have you been approached you don't have to tell us any validators that might have approached you have you been approached to uh, have like a, a whitelist uh, validator you know put your name on but someone else does the work so we, we haven't been approached by any validators, but the thing is uh, our DMs are closed. So 
the only person that can DMs us is the people that we follow. So we don't know if some people wanted to reach out. Maybe no one ever wanted to reach out to us, but it never happened uh, for Valdeo to reach out to us to make a white label Valdeo. It never happened. Any intention of... I mean, I did speak to you obviously the other day about this, and this is in public. Uh, there's no intention to be to be moving into validation, right? To be a validator, yeah. No intention at all at the minute, yeah. I mean, it's it's these type of things are never really off the table. But if we want to make a validator, it's going to be our code and our our stuff. And if at some point we make a validator, there it's going to be a very simple validator. We're just going to validate the chain, and that's it. We're, I mean, I don't know how else to phrase it, but we're not going to give away stuff. It's going to be a validator, and we're going to make sure that it's secure and that we don't have downtime, and that's it. So, yeah. But like I said, it's not on the table, but it's not our focus in the short, medium term, that's for sure. So basically, as a validator, if it ever did happen, it would just be basic, pure basic validating services, right? Uh, I love the fact that the DMs are closed as well, so nobody's reached out to you. I uh, I really like that one, buddy. But this, I mean, it is a lot of people are seeing you guys as a DAP, you know, as an application, right? Cosmos has an application running on on Juno, and the the. I mean, the fan club, whatever you want to call it, you know, the fan club, right? The rack community, whatever. They are kind of almost every day trying to come up with ideas, whether it's about the DAO, whether it's about the utility of the coin. I mean, it's like a hive mind activity. But I do know that there's been a kind of, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to go near validating, uh, and especially right now, right? It's, for you guys, it's just going to take you from the path that you talked about where you want I mean, what is it? You want like 10 or 12 games on the platform, right? You want like before you go and do other stuff, you want a good like 10, 12, you want PvP stuff, 1v1 going on, yeah? Yeah, so exactly like you said, like our focus is going to be, is going to remain onto uh, the games and the platform. And like, I'm a big fan of AI, so that's for sure we want to go down that path too. But uh, yeah, so the goal as of now is... At the end of the year, we for sure want to have like, let's say six games, which would be possible. And also be, let's say I have a, a lottery on secret and I have games on secret. Like I said, the rock, paper, scissors is like a one V one type of thing. And you need some hidden information from it. So it's going to be, it's a perfect case for secret. So, but yeah, by the end of the year, let's- You say love secret. Games. You love yeah. secret, you guys. You love secret, don't you? Yeah, you love it. Yeah. Yeah, and we were making also the, uh, like, if, if everything goes well with the uh, rock, paper, scissors, the next step is going to be blackjack. And this is, like, I just can't wait, uh, me and Zabdos, to make this contract. It's going to be fun. Oh, my God. I've had to stand up. Um, I was sitting at the desk there. I've had to stand up and walk around a little bit, this blackjack. Oh, my God, it's got me. And, and you know something? Chess. We're going to have a great... Uh, I tell you what, it's a perfect time to bring in uh, Gaines, little Gaines's question because I'm waiting for opportunities to bring in different people's questions. Uh, Gaines said, uh, are there any plans to allow like special game access uh, with the uh, Genesis NFT holders, the 1333, right? Uh, and I'll expand that question a little bit which I'd mentioned to you before about like a, a closed, like better version, you know, like test version that you guys do is there any plans in the future to maybe give the genesis like a i don't know pre-access to games or anything like that 
It's actually the first time I hear this question. <laughs> I'm taking some notes right now, but uh, it's actually a pretty good idea to to bring in the NFTs holders to Gains. Again. Yeah, shout out, exactly. shout out, little Gains. He just said, "Are there any plans for like kind of any special access?" Uh, and when I thought about special access, I thought no one should really like miss out on a game or something, uh, just because either they can't afford an NFT because. Playing games might get you money to be able to buy an NFT, right? You don't want to take people out. But I was thinking, well, like a, a test, you know, a better version of Close Better would be uh, okay for, for like, you know, 10 days or two weeks. And then the Genesis ones are going to go out and tweet about it, build up that little bit of kind of anticipation with the rest of the market, yeah? Yeah, it's actually a very good idea. So I took note of this. And maybe it's worth mentioning that uh, in the GRAP white paper, we discussed a bit about uh, like some of the perks for GRAC, and one of the perks would be like GRACs, GRAC holders could actually play some exclusive game, but uh, the NFT holder part, uh, we took note of it. <laughs> move mind, genius move, pivoting to uh, G uh, GRAC is the uh, like uh, on-chain gambling token, yeah? Uh, really, really clever, clever move that because stop me if I'm wrong, uh, Maul, but you haven't had an uphill struggle. But where we are now is very, very different from the original like uh, uh, white paper and documents, obviously, that you put up in regards to how, like utility. You guys are constantly thinking about different utility uh, for rack. I, I know there was a strong movement uh, for burn and rack before. Now there's a strong movement against burn and rack for, for several different reasons. But uh, it, what's been happening, Moll? You guys have constantly had to like pivot, evolve, and, and think of new avenues and new directions, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty much linked to the fact that we, like, let's say when we say we have a deadline, uh, we try to respect it. But how we see it is like, since crypto is pretty fast paced and like, I mean, it's an evolving thing. So we always try to be, we always try to like follow like what people want and know what's going to happen next and stuff like that. And one thing you mentioned is that at the beginning we burn, I think around uh, 76,000 uh, rack tokens. But how we see it now is we, we can still burn it and we, there are potentially plans to burn it. But as of now, how we see it, I think the best way of like, making this token like more uh, we see it as a flow so let's say like we are we just add the the rack lottery and basically from the rack lottery we've been able to gather like uh, 2300 rack token and these tokens are now in the dow so how we see it we we sit more like rack should flow and that's it like if we were able to flow rack for special events into the dow and then people uh, the community of the RagDAO actually own these, these tokens, and then they can decide what we, what we should do next with these tokens. So we, we're mostly seeing it as like rack, where Rack needs to flow and where should we use Rack. So I hope this was clear enough. For the audience listening, that's what you call intrinsic value, guys, right? Uh, rather than just having fucking short arms and deep pockets and just looking at you know usd value what can you extract from something what you're hearing is a quest a thirst to ensure intrinsic value moving forward and and mola i do know that mind rack uh not g rack the original rack token the governance 
it's it's quite a high kind of priority for you guys to have like really good utility for that first ever token, especially with its like distribution and you know how how coming together everything's been you know you've been able to bootstrap like we said right. The rack yeah. utility is very high on your mind, right? Yeah, exactly. Like from the start, it was like the goal to make a rack. Uh, like for sure, there's a low a low uh, supply of it. And as of now, uh, as we're speaking, I think there's I don't remember exactly how many racks left in the the dev wallet, but we're pr pretty close to be uh, at the like a full circulating supply. And uh, it's true. Zero. Have, yeah. Yeah. But the only thing I just remember, uh, it's not true because we do have rack vested in a, in a vesting contract for six years. So ah. it's for sure it's going to be in six years. That's going to be like a circuit, full circulating supply. But uh, in the dev wallet, if I remember correctly, correctly, I think there's around 50 or 60K rack that needs to be distributed as external rewards. Amazing. Do you know something? I'm not joking, buddy. I could talk to you all day. Uh, I know you've asked a few times if like that answer was okay, or is that what, what people wanted to know? But it's it's more than that. You uh, never never doubt that that like when you come on any of these like spaces, answer questions, dude. You are stellar. You are absolutely stellar. And now I've got a question that I'm going to pry with because we have to bring other people in. Uh, dude, the dungeon. Uh, Dungeon V2 is coming. Now, don't I, you're probably going to rug me again and not even tell me you've released it live on a spaces and Rama and Bruce and everybody and they'll all be playing the game while I'm chatting with you and not even looking, right? But the uh, Dungeon, you've got Dungeon V, don't rug me, Maul. You bastards ship everything in the middle of the night when I'm asleep every day. Every lot, every bloody thing, guys, everything. He does it on purpose. It's a standard joke in Raccoon now that they can't, can't ship unless Robo's asleep. Dude, in hindsight, did make in the dungeon one Juno uh, slow growth when you compare it to the growth we've had on the dice? Or do you think it's the actual game itself where like the dice game is like that sort of instant gratification you know, like like black or red, or you know, heads or tails, etc. Right? Whereas the dungeon obviously wasn't. Uh, can I just ask you that question? Yeah. Do you think having one Juno as the entry to the dungeon, especially as Junos climbed up from two dollars to six, do you think that's halted the growth and acceleration of the dungeon when you compare it to the dice? Yeah, uh, definitely. And I think the biggest downside of the dungeon was uh, you have to like execute a transaction every time that uh, you want to pass a level or you want to make your choice. And the, the other thing, like there was three things, this thing about the transaction that it takes time to make the choices and have the transaction pass on chain. And then you have to pay with one Juno. And the other thing that came up, that came up a lot was we're not able to know how much we played with and how much we received. So dungeon V2 is going to solve these three problems. You can play in the dungeon, with one transaction, you basically choose your path at the beginning and you can play with 0.01 Juno up to six Juno. And like basically the, the price are gonna scale with it. And uh, the last thing is what I just mentioned. Uh, now in your player state, which is visible on MinScan because everything's on chain, you're gonna be able to see how much you played with and how much you won. So you can you are able to make all your calculations and that's it. I think it's, it's gonna be a big improvement for the dungeon. Wow.
Absolutely. Everybody listening to this, loads of people are kind of like sending messages and like, wow, they're loving this, you know. Uh, Mal, you're not going to sacrifice this on-chain, are you? I know we touched on on-chain earlier and I said, but later on I mentioned it, you're not going to sacrifice this, are you? You guys want to remain on-chain 100%, is that right? Or am I wrong? Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it's, it was... It was the biggest issue with uh, the rocket, like I mentioned earlier. We want to remain on chain. Like it's for sure. It's it would be easy to make a web two app and then say, okay, with this web two app, it says that you won, and then you send the money to the person who won. That's a web two app. Like you deposit some crypto on a website, and there's this web two app, and then you can withdraw your money. That's not how we want to do things. We want people to interact with the contract, and they know everything's on chain. There's no intermediaries, never. So yeah, that's the goal. You heard it here first. You heard it here first, right? Uh, I said I didn't want to take up too much time. We have been on for quite a while. I have no doubt that Rain Man is all... I mean, it's, it's really late for this guy as well. He's autism. Mull, Rain Man's autism will be going off the spectrum now, you know. Uh, off the spectrum. He'll not be able to uh, sleep unless he asks this question. So let me bring brother, brother Rain Man in. Give us a second. Uh, Moll, I love that mind. What a, what a gentleman you are. What a gentleman and a scholar. I've got all the time in the world to talk to people like you. Uh, we're just going to try and uh, bring Rama in. If he'll... Uh, oi. Hello, Rama. Son, you all right, brother? You all right? Good evening, gentlemen. How are we? Jesus Christ, mate. It's nearly 10 o'clock and I've never had a beer. I'm sitting here drinking friggin' Ovaltine. My head's done right in, but I enjoyed that time with Rackbow. That was class, that. Do you enjoy it, man? Oh, it was great. I'm, uh, I'm super pumped. How cool. How good is it to uh, get some future vision into the platform and, uh, and you know, Raccoon as a service? Pumped. It's, uh, it's, it's been five, five, five <laughs> months since we, maybe six months since we kind of stumbled across the white paper and, you know, look where we are now. We've got, Four games, four games plus you know random events popping up on the platform. Awesome, yeah, good. And the reserve stuff, Rama. I knew you'd be all over that reserves information. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, so I, I kind of heard it was it was about fifteen hundred Juno, was it in the reserve? Do I miss it? So yeah, yeah. Uh, you can basically reserve our buy contract. So if you take the contract address and you click on address instead of contract, you're going to see how many Juno are in there. Are in there. But um, pretty sure you already saw the Dungeon V2 contract, and it already has like around fifteen hundred Junos in it. And basically, we took these Juno from the dice, and then we're, when we're going to close Dungeon V1, we're going to pick the reserve and put it like in the dev wallet for when we release uh, the slot. But uh, like I said, since we're not like Raccoon Supply does not own the the reserve and the NFT holders owns a part of it, we're gonna be we're gonna remain transparent and you guys will be able to see all the transactions. Yeah, yeah, cool. So I uh, I've been keeping an eye on the wallets actually, like the dungeon and the dice in particular, uh, like watching them. Not surprise me. Why does not surprise me? That was a bit loud, Robo. Um, just, just kind of tracking, right? Sorry, why does not surprise me? Because, <laughs> uh, you know, it's all kind of driven off, um, you know, kind of random number generation on chain, right? So, um, you know, it's kind of, it's interesting to track it to see how the, you know, the wallets fluctuate. The first day, you know, there was plus or minus 20, 25%. Uh, and then the dice in particular actually was kind of pretty consistent after like the first day or two. 
like winning. And then just, uh, I think it was, might've been Bruce or, or one of the, it was Bruce, Bobby or Dickie. Sorry, boys. I apologize. I can't remember. Uh, they, I, they highlighted it today. Like the wallet went down by like 1500 Juno in like a day on the dice. So like people, like it went on a big, you know, payout streak for all the players, which is, uh, kind of crazy. Is uh, it's just, it's just fun. No, we didn't. We I, I'm, we didn't get a payout, Rama, did we? I'm yet. Sorry, I won't. I'm no sport. I'm I'm yet to win. I uh, I've been to level four in the dungeon, four, at least forty times. Haven't had a win. What's going on? Did you black? So, you know you that blacklist it's not Dexter. My, did you blacklist my wallet? What's going on? <laughs> so basically, how it works? You can never win level four. <laughs> No, so uh, depending on the path you choose, uh, if you choose, I think the easiest path, I think you can only win level four around between 30 to 35%, if I remember correctly. And if you choose the hardest path, I think it's going to be down to 4%, if I remember correctly. I don't remember exactly, but uh, getting to level four is is a bit hard. That's for sure. Unless your name's Reese, and then you just go straight through level four, collect your 97 Juno, move on to the next challenge. Um, yeah, I'm obviously going the hardest path because I'm an absolute degen and I'm like, eventually I'll nail this. So uh, I've had 40 goes, not there yet. So it's about 2 or 3%. So I've got, you know, probably another 500 Juno and I might get a win. All right, nice. I like it. The challenge is on. Um, and I, I think it's, it's worth mentioning what you just said is... Um... Like basically how it works for the reserve, like it, it, you like you said it, like the, on the first day we were down, I think twenty or twenty five percent on the reserve. But like that's why we have a reserve. Like as of, the calculation that we make is to always make sure that the amount we put in the contract, which is the reserve, it, like it's for sure we can bank, bankrupt. It's probabilities. Like if someone wins a lot, like uh, ninety seven Junos, like. 10, like 20 times in a row, well, for sure, like the reserve is going to go empty. That's for sure. And that's a risk. But like the calculations are made that it shouldn't happen that very often. Like I think to go bankrupt, I think it's once every 200 million times. So there's, it's still possible, like it's probabilities. So I, I think it's, it's worth mentioning that everyone knows about that too. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for that. Um, and uh, the, the dice game, man, I, I, I love the dice game. I, I think I kind of play uh, like every other day with like a little bit of daily rewards, just kind of, you know, have a dabble here or there. It, it's so fun just to go in there, like even at point one Juno and just like I don't know, roll five, 10, 15 times on like different random percentages and just just see the little see the little man there standing with his hands shaking the dice. You know, it's a uh, it's fun. I love it. Um Jesus Christ, Rama, I've just, Rama, I've just shit myself because you talk and I've had a minute. I've just shit myself. Sorry. Cosmos Spaces. Have you seen the BFB? I've just, uh, mate, I need the toilet. Take over while I got the toilet. I need a piss. Oh, I'm not surprised that that tea's gone straight through him, eh? Typical old man. Um, don't start, don't start. Look at the profile. Look at Cosmos Spaces. Look at How it. How good is it? That's oh. sick. Um, I, I, just like to say, Reese, where's your profile picture, mate? You, you got two beautiful NFTs sitting there waiting to just go straight on. Um, quick question, uh, Dungeon V2. So we're heading to single transaction, pick your path. Uh, I don't want to bore too many people, but I will. Technically, from like a blockchain perspective, is this multi-transaction or like 
using some sort of like auth Z or is it just something special you've done in the contract that says, here's the path you've picked uh, and then executes kind of that path? Uh, it's the same thing that you just said. So basically in the contract, you have like, when you, you buy a key, you have a, a function or a method. And then when you play level one, it's the same thing. So what we did is we basically created a new function that wraps all the other things together. So it's going to be one transaction that wraps everything together. So let's say, for example, that you pat, the path that you chose is play um, like the first level at easy, the second one at medium, and then you want to leave at level two. Then it's going to, you're going to execute uh, this transaction. If you fail, uh, it's going to tell you like the usual. If you win, it's going to be the same thing. You can claim and uh, play another thing. And it's basically everything is, is at the same time. Not at the same time. It's sequential, but in one transaction. Yeah, beautiful. So we'll come in, we'll like buy a key, uh, which we'll execute the transaction to purchase the key. And then we'll click through as many of the dungeon doors and levels as we want, whatever path we want. And then we'll hit the button to say exit, um, or we'll hit the last card to say that we want to go all the way through to level four. It'll pop up with another transaction, or is it still just one uh, transaction? Yeah, it's you. You can remove the buy key part. So basically, there's no yeah. more buying keys. When, when yeah, exactly. So basically, you choose. You're gonna see it in the interface. You click on the switch to one transaction mode, and then you see the cards. So you select the cards and your path if you want to go through the four levels and stuff. And after that, you click enter the dungeon, and then all the things are gonna go through, and it's gonna tell you like uh, what's the path that you use and where you failed or where you succeeded. Beautiful. I'm so excited. And you just you just dropped a little bit more alpha in there. We'll be able to switch between single and uh, multi-transaction? Yeah, it's it's possible. Like, basically what we did is we kept the same contract, but we only added, like, some stuff in the, the player state and the configuration state. And then we just added, like, maybe three, four functions that is able to wrap everything up to make one transaction. Beautiful. Um. Uh, well, Robbo's uh, been an old man. No, Roma, Roma, I was just going to check though. Wait, have you got, have you got any more? Wait, technical, because I'm only saying this because Reese has joined and the questions here from uh, Brasco about craft economy, raccoon, Reese is here. They, dude, this is a match made in heaven. But if you've got any number, like autistic questions, get them out of the way first before we have the fun. Yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. So question, uh, have you currently calculated the total amount of Juno that's been played across all of the games to date? Uh, I think it's all the mornings. I, I think, yeah, with the V2, uh, for the dice, yes, that's a sure yes. Uh, but for the dungeon, I think it's only going to be live with the new um, with the new game. So these are the things that happen because we're using like the MVP approach, minimal viable product. So we just release stuff and make sure everything is there, but there are some missing information. But that's the goal that every contact, contract is going to keep track of all the Juno played, all the rack played or any token, and everything that has been won. And this is going to go into uh, the dashboard. And in the dashboard, you're going to be able to see for each of the games what's happened. Yeah, beautiful. And, that, and just to kind of reiterate that'll just be for the nft series one nft holders can see that data right yeah exactly other yeah, than yeah. that like people can see like all this information but it's going to be on chain and it's going to be it's not harder to see because in the contract everything is there in the states but for the nft holders given like they should be aware of what's going on with the reserve they will have a specific interface 
yeah, awesome. I'm uh, I'm just kind of looking over it now. It's like you know, uh, what have we done? Over 120,000 uh, uh, winnings through the dice alone, and what's it been? A couple of weeks. Uh, we've pumped out easily over a couple of thousand at least through the lottery. Um, and then, yeah, the dungeon, I imagine there's probably thousands at least through that too. So, uh, you know, in what, a couple of weeks, uh, we've pushed through probably 150 plus thousand uh, Juno in terms of revenue, uh, chuck that in a couple of dollars each, you know, you're already pushing it, you know, 300, so, uh, 350, uh, $400,000. So basically your math are wrong there. So um, oh. let's say... Yeah, it's it's like like people thinking like the reserve is huge. If you look at the reserves, there's I think when we remove some of it from the dice, I think it was sitting at around three thousand five hundred Junos. So oh, what you see like in, in sorry, winning, just quickly, I don't mean yeah. to be rude and interrupt. I wasn't saying that that's how much the reserve was. Just the turnover, like how oh. much volume's gone through. No, that's the distribution of Junos that has been won. It's not like. When you play a game, it's like money goes in an escrow, and then if you win or lose, you're gonna get like your money back plus the profit that you made. But like this are only distributions of Juno. It's only a matter of flow, but it's not actually the money that we made. This is very far from there. Yeah, I, I, maybe I won't stick on it too much, but I think the, the what I was trying to get to was an amount of Juno that came into the system and out of the system whether that was via winnings or a portion of that goes to the reserve or whatever. I'm just trying to understand uh, a, a dollar value that the raccoon.bet system has had flow in and out, regardless of how much is currently sitting in it. Does that make sense? Yeah, the, it, that does make sense. So basically it's the flow of money that happened, but the money that actually the, the, the reserve or the NFT orders make, uh, it's what's inside the wallet. So, it's only like a very small percentage of everything that flows. So yeah. Correct. And, and the idea there was, right, like say we've, uh, and spitballing numbers, we've, we've pushed through uh, 150,000 Juno. Um, the reserve has a small number, like a couple of thousand at most. Um, but in a dollar value, that's $350,000, dollars worth of flow through the platform, which is substantial, right, in a couple of months. That's that's pretty big dollars considering that we're, you know, early days in the platform. So um, just just gauging that, you know, spitballing numbers. And now we'll shut up. Thanks for your time. <laughs> My man, honestly, son, can I not adopt you? No, can I not? Can I not like legally adopt you or something like that and just keep you like like as a little pet? Uh, under the bed, where I can just tear you out and give stroke your little head every day, no? Jesus. Yeah. Bros, I'm not group. Hey, before you start in the group chat, all you Dijons, raccoon Dijons, don't, 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 you see, you've set them away now. By the way, did you see McKenna and them laughing at me, no? Did you see uh, Sin City, like, Robo, like, fully pro, and then straight to, I've just shit myself. <laughs> Dudes, hey, listen, we've had the serious stuff. Uh, very quickly, Rack, got a question for you from the audience uh, that was submitted. Why didn't you call the project Metarax? <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face. I'm a shit interviewer. Why didn't you call your project Metarax? <laughs> we, we can change the name if you want. <laughs> Was a brilliant question, but on a more serious note, Brasco did say it, and Reese is here. Uh, Brasco's question on Twitter: He said there was some serious alpha 
getting dropped in one of Robo's uh, Twitter spaces recently about future use cases of raccoon NFTs and tokens in craft economy, which obviously Mr. Reese is uh, the dev on. And then we said, are there uh, more projects in which you see the potential for similar collaborations that would add value and utility to the assets of the rack ecosystem? So it's like a two-part kind of question, really, which one part can go to Reese if he's there. Uh, rack, are there other projects other than craft economy that you see collaborations with? And, and do you see a collaboration with the craft economy in the future? So uh, I can answer. So for the part that's not related to Reese, so basically, uh, we've, some people reached out to us to make some collaborations, and we've been able to start collaborating. But it takes it takes a lot of time, and I'm very sorry for those that reached out, and then we started the process of collaborating, and then in the end, we haven't answered in like weeks because we didn't have the time. But so far, the people we spoke with, we spoke with Aulis, uh, so. We've been, we even used uh, their images and FTs and sent it into the AI, but the outcome wasn't perfect because the AI was trained onto raccoons. But uh, that's one of the things that we did. We also uh, work with the DJ of the gen, which were on Secret. And uh, we also spoke with, uh, well, we didn't spoke that much, but with the woman of Cosmos. So, so far that the people we spoke with. But like I said, it's, it's very unfortunate. It's only a matter of time that we didn't have time to get back to them and just push this further. So, yeah. Women of Cosmos, are you talking? Are you talking, dirty lady raccoons? Because, dude, I have a squad here that are dying, dying to see a little bit of Miss Raccoon. I was hoping that might come in the art competition, to be honest with you. I think we might, we might have an entry, actually, thinking about it. Uh, it's maybe worth mentioning one thing. So uh, we didn't speak a lot about GRAC and the NFTs for the uh, the profile picture on the platform. But for these NFTs, uh, our artist is currently working on, there's going to be uh, 26 levels of NFTs. So these NFTs are all going to be different. And then you have four factions. So it's a lot of NFTs. But for the factions, you can choose between a man and a woman. So that's going to be pretty nice. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 26 levels as well. I mean, your artist must be working overtime. Poor dude must be doing like 20 hours a day or something, yeah? Have you got him locked in the basement or something? Yeah, but he, he's been able to break one chain, so we have to buy a new one. <laughs> Actually, uh, I, I didn't even touch on this, uh, Mr. Rack. Very quickly, uh, I forgot about the Juno halt. I actually just thought about that. Uh, the June, I mean, I was very vocal. I came out and I said, you know, Rack, you know, must be multi-chain now when we're looking at this year. Uh, you were on such a trajectory and then you got the chain halt, yeah? I mean, and that must have, you must have been a bit pissed off with the chain halt, were you? Yeah, not really, to be honest. We, we always try to take it on, on the good side. It's Stuff happens and that's it. As long as we built our contract correctly and it doesn't, like, break something. So. Yeah, but that's for sure, like, less people play the game, but it's it's only a matter of time, and we'll just recover from it, but that's fine. Right, okay, then let's get the lore down. Uh, how bullish are you on craft economy? 
can you give us your personal perspective? Because, I mean, obviously the, the lead dev is an honorary uh, raccoon, part of the family. Uh, how bullish are you on what uh, they're doing over at Craft? And, I mean, I couldn't even begin to tell you some of the stuff that Reese told us and talked about. We had, like, he had a, like a two-hour kind of open floor, and it was just, there was more alpha, I think, in that, that space than I've had in the last 12 months here. Yeah? How bullish are you guys? I think you have more information than us, but uh, we're pretty bullish. And that's the fun thing about like community is that at some point we see uh, Reese tweets and then he's talking about Rack and then he's saying he's developing stuff. And then we're just pretty bullish on it because these type of collaboration just arise from like we never paid Reese and he decided to make it happen. So these are the type of collaboration and stuff that we really like to see. That's for sure. Reese is so bullish. We're going to find out. Uh, Mr. Reese, are you there? Congratulations. Congratulations on your massive win of the first native uh, rack lottery. Brother. Yeah, it was uh, quite unexpected. I, I, I remember that the lottery was ending that day, and but I just hadn't like looked to see it, who had won. And then I saw the tweet from uh, Raccoon Supply, and I was like, oh, wait, that kind of looks like the end of my of my address. And I was like, wait, I bought 12 tickets. I'm like, hold on, that can't be me. And then it's probably the quickest I've ever logged into Kepler to view it. And then one, whatever it was like 4,000 rack or something along those lines. I sold, I think half of it to buy secret. And then I bought two more NFTs. So now I have three NFTs from raccoon. So I'm stacking them up. What, what a gangster, what a gangster. Like hey, sold half. Jumped in the NFTs. Reese Mind, you are a treasured member of obviously the IBC community, but especially Rack. Uh, you obviously are bullish on the project. You obviously see a lot of value in what Rack are doing, Reese. Yeah, I do. I see a lot of value. Um, I'm I'm very skeptical of NFTs overall. The only Raccoon is the only NFT that I have actually bought, and as of now, I plan to keep it that way. I just I think too many projects, they, they promise a lot. They don't show anything. Raccoon's done the opposite. They've shown it works. And now, now I buy the NFTs off of it. And now I look forward to, you know, whenever we're able to actually claim rewards off of owning those NFTs from the games. I think that's really the, the next step. And, you know, because they're building their own platform, they're very focused on chain. They're going to do good work. And it's all going to be, you know, open source for everyone to see eventually in the future. So I think it's a very a big deal. And it's easy to use. It's fun to use. And I've definitely enjoyed it. So that's why I'm very bullish. Reese, you, Reese. Reese do you see... Quickly, Robo, sorry to interrupt. Oh. You, very professional uh, AMA here. We have less than two minutes on the auction for the NFT on Stash that the Raccoon team put up from the dev wallet. Less than two minutes. 333 secret. Get your wallets in there. Get your bids in. 333? Right, that's 333, is it? 337. 337 secret currently. Oh, 1 sorry. minute 30. Rank four. Rank 493. You can become a p member of the Trash Panda Biker Gang. It's a beauty mind. It's a, uh, What's the style again? There's a Torpre or something, yeah? There's like, quite a few of them. Sin yeah. City's got a... Uh, Sin City's got one as well. as the same style. That Torpre, is one... jacket. Love, love glasses. Oh. It's got the nice little flares and swirls on it. Class. But it hasn't. It hasn't. Stash, it looks like the dude. This is what I looked at earlier. If you look, it says normal eyes. And I think it's, is it not the pattern? It looks like the heart. 
Or is the metadata on Stash wrong? Because I looked on Stash earlier at this exactly, like literally about 30 minutes before the space. It's got eyes. Uh, and I thought... Glasses is eyewear. The eyes are normal, but yeah. Yeah, the main thing I'm looking at, mate, is just the, the, the trash panda bike gang jacket, mate. That's all I see. Oh, I'm not looking... Dude, dude, what a retard. What a... How did I do that? Let's have a look at the accent. The eyewear. I'm, I'm looking at the eyes, not the eyewear. What was I doing? Um, I was rushing seconds. out the house, actually. Last oh, bit, no way. seconds. What? 380. 380 here. 380. Starting price of 40 secret. Just to let everybody know. 40 oh, secret wait, 40 was the mint. Left. What is this? What? Just updated again. No way. I think it's it was, I tell you. Stash, man, the right ruggers. Have you not known a stash of ruggers, man? That kid found a... Four NFTs at 70 secret or something when he scrolled all the way down to the like bottom of the low to high. Can you remember that on Discord the other week or not? I do remember. Yep. Couldn't believe it, yeah. Rama. We got rugged. He rugged us. 13 minutes left on this. Or is it sold? Someone oh. someone correct me. What's going on here? I bet I bet as you bid it adds back onto the timer to 15 minutes. I think eBay kind of does the same thing. So I bet they, oh, they no, do that they as well. They didn't do that. There's no way. No, no way. Have we figured out a bloody Stash pulling stunts, are they? Which actually seconds. now it's got thirteen minutes. Rama, which should I mean we do want to like get racing on the craft thing here, but very quickly while we're talking about this auction and uh, raccoon and there's a lot of talk about you know raccoon having a dex. Victor's made sure for the last like four days. Ask the question. Ask the question about the dex and everything like that, but. Uh, Gain said the deal, like, obviously, just for a laugh, you know, a rack going to build a marketplace. Uh, I think the question is, Mr. Rack, Mr. Moll, uh, are you guys uh, eventually, maybe in the future, when you're finished with your games and everything else, would you consider, like, building, like, a kind of escrow site where people can come and, and, and swap? And instead of the uh, royalties, there might be, like, a tip button for the artist rather than the just standard. Is that something? There could be a possibility, Mol. <laughs> I think you received some information right there. <laughs> so, like at the very beginning, we thought of making a marketplace, but there, are, but then we were like, it's going to take a lot of time to make it, and then it's going to slow down the game's development. So we decided to we're not going to make a, a marketplace because it takes a lot of time to to make it happen and to make it like easy to use and stuff like that. So. For sure, like uh, other marketplaces are better than us for doing this. But like you said, it was from the start, uh, people kept asking, would it be possible to make a swap contract? Let's say you put like uh, your um, your NFT and then you swap for two NFT or you swap like one NFT and some tokens and stuff like that. So that's one of the things that we want to work on when we get to uh, the Juno NFTs. So it would be like you said, so basically when you swap, if there's some royalties, like how is it gonna happen that we don't know? But like you said, it would be nice to have a function for the tip. Let's say you, you swap a rack and then you give a tip of a two secret and that's it. It goes to the royalty or it goes to anyone. So that's one of the plans that we have. Right, that brings me in. I just wanna mention one word to you uh, and, and then just you, you know, give us your point of view or your opinion. Uh, loop. There's many of us excited. There's many of us that look and think that, you know, Juno NFTs are coming. 
and, and Loop looks like a very sharp product with a great team behind it. Uh, have you guys been looking at Juno marketplaces or what's happening on that front? Yeah, so basically we looked at the uh, the marketplaces, but like from the start, the only marketplace that was available was Passage. I don't think Passage, there's no other collection than their collection. And then we looked at Opers and then Loop came in. So we haven't like finalized on which marketplace we're going to use. But uh, yeah, definitely Loop, we look at it and we looked on what they did on Terra. And so it's, it looks pretty amazing. Unbelievable. The next thing, Mr. Rack, because I think you were missing the night of the spaces, obviously. Uh, Reese, does, does Raccoon, Raccoon Supply ha have a place in craft economy and especially uh, in Bad Town? Uh, Reese, just for the audience, there was many people who weren't on that spaces. Do you think personally, you know, being the lead dev on one project, but being like invested uh, emotionally and psychologically in, in us. Do you see Raccoon having a future in craft economy race? Yeah. So, I mean, the first thing is once, once we get beta up, I'm going to work on adding Raccoon functionality directly in. So that way that you can pull your NFTs from secret network, grab those images and be able to place them anywhere in game. Also, the idea behind craft economies, like their the core city, is where uh, you can you can buy advertisements. So, for example, you would pay the our, the craft DAO, you know, X amount of craft tokens, and then you would get to have your image of an advertisement up on the you know one of the billboards or on a, on a city or some somewhere in the city where players are going to be. So, you know, uh, Raccoon could also put like, hey, we got a new game out. Let's advertise that in craft economy, and so we can have this like secondary economy of where the DAO wins and then also the Raccoon Supply wins and that helps bring more people to the platform because the whole point of Craft Economy is not just to build, you know, the Minecraft server with, you know, a blockchain integration on top of it, but it's to actually bring in new players from the Minecraft side. So we're bringing in new people and, hey, here's this Raccoon Supply, here's these cool NFTs, here are these projects, you know, and now you can look through all that. So it'll bring a lot of new people in to the Rack community, I do believe. My God. Mall? Advertisements, Mall? Billboards, yeah, that, eh? Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like if we, if we are able to to pull this out, it would be amazing. But that's that's for sure. Like we're gonna be there, man. I'll jump in there. Organic growth, organic growth. Rama, what do you think about craft? Yeah, X rack. I mean, you've already been in there. You've already got your racks in there, haven't you, Rama? Yep, yep. I was one of the, one of the first raccoon nfts to enter the craft space i uh i've got the tweets on the account might have to give them an old retweet very soon is uh we i think we we literally held a space one day and we're like hey so nfts in craft and reese is like give me 35 seconds and then like it was in the dms and i'm like bro you, like, this wasn't even a concept and you've already got the code in there like 10 seconds later in the dms with uh with i think it was two or three rack nfts and like multiple angles with sunsets and hectic. Looking forward to it. Yeah, Robo, Robo, Ro I nearly swore there. Robo rugged again. Yeah, Robo rugged again. Wakes up in the morning, sees sees Rama's right NFTs in craft economy, and he's pissing on my grave once again, aren't you, Brody? Yeah, you've been a busy guy, Rama. Mind, haven't you? Been a busy guy lately, haven't you? Uh, yeah, causing a ruckus. I'm about to cause someone to wake up too. I, I held off for the. That's spaces. 
That's all right. That's all right. I, I don't give anything away. I'm just going to say, are you dropping a medium tomorrow? Are you? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Eight, ten Interesting. Hours, something like that. Interesting, right? Okay, so everybody, keep your eyes out on uh, Rama's uh, medium uh, dropping tomorrow. Talking about mediums, mind Mr. Rack. We had a we had a little boost after that little. I mean, I only put it together for us. Not a document. We had a little boost after that. Uh, since since we kind of set up the medium just right before the dungeon, we had a nice little impact off that. Yeah, did you enjoy that, Rack? Yeah, it was amazing. So for, for those who doesn't know, like uh, Robo basically <laughs> helps us a lot when we make the article, but he also did make a medium article that I don't know how long did it take you to make this article, but it was full of stuff and pretty informative. So yeah, it helped a lot. I wanted a kind of introductory guide and I, and I probably need to go back and edit it a little bit and maybe add some stuff. But I think, and, and I mean this to everybody listening in, I think that our only problem or issue or barrier to, to market or whatever, right, is education. Uh, and it's because of all the, like, thousands of scam NFTs. And, I mean, you heard Reese earlier. I was the same. I did not trust NFT projects at all. I mean, I can't believe Rama's the same as well. I mean, I know he bought some bad kids one day. That was a bad decision. But Rama, for your first like foray into NFTs, to hit Raccoon is your your first major invest investment. That's like a gold mine, isn't it? On your first, that's how I feel. I'm like, how did I find Rack as my first NFT project? I uh, I was so lucky and fortunate to have my first NFT experience be on Stargaze, and I minted a bad kids and a baby Adam. Uh, and they're both worth about 75 cents, I think, and cost me 150 each. So that was amazing. Um, and then we we stumbled across the rack white paper and we were like, look at these guys, like nice little quiet achievers, little trash panda on, on, the, uh, on the logo. We had a good read and then we're like, got a couple of pages in. We're like, fucking gamble. Damn it. I swore. Uh, <laughs> uh, gambling in here. Um, all right, cool. Had another read, and then we we're like, sat on it for a bit. Had another read. This is the real deal. Like they're airdropping, they're releasing on secret. They got AI, and we're like, all right, I'm in. And I was like, I uh, I remember buying the the rack tokens at like two bucks, two bucks twenty a pop to get in the top one twenty five holders, and uh, and then they released on secret, and I bought another one, I think from memory, uh, at mint. And the only disappointment was that I couldn't buy more. I was like, I'm only early into into NFTs and early into crypto. And I was like, I, I need to be sensible. Regrets. Big, big regrets. Just but, reported uh, your mind. I've, I've just reported you for swear at the Twitter swear, mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, I've just reported yeah. you. Um, I, I, yeah. I can't believe you. Uh, dude, I'm probably going to have to delete the recording after this. Like, I can't let this go out live. Let's I mean, places to uh, to clear it from the recording. If you could just just make a note on that section for us, Terra Spaces. I'll uh, I'll give you a cheeky tip. Thank you. Shout out Terra Spaces, the little legend. He was straight in the raccoons. Did you see him? Soon as raccoons started pulling on, he was up there like a rat up a drain pipe, wasn't he? He didn't mess around. He grabbed like three off the secondary within like forty eight hours or something. Little gangster. He was right in there, wasn't he? Sniffing all over it. He knows. Rama, what's happened with this? I can't get over the Cosmos spaces. 
And, and Gaines managed to slip the letter in without telling any of us. That, so the, this has been a right set up, this, like, I tell you, you heard me earlier, like, I'm, I'm nearly shit myself. I can't believe Cosmos Spaces, legends that they are. Truly. Mole, have you seen this, Mole? Yeah. Mole, have you seen yeah. Cosmos Spaces yeah, yeah, PFP? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was seriously looking at it, and uh, I was going to mention, I think at some point it was Warmer that actually uh, noticed that inside the chain there's actually a small raccoon in it so i was trying to look at the cosmos spaces if we can if we were able to see the, the small raccoon inside the chain but yeah the, this nft is pretty amazing chains talking about chains and pfps oh rob robos is lit rama robos pfp is absolutely lit have you seen that bad boy gold gold for the winner and i want to give a shout out actually guys to the pfps because there's some beauties in here, right? There's loads of racks joined us. Uh, I love the lettering. I can see Bobby Lads got his lettering on there, right? I know there's a there's a queue of people waiting. Rama's got his name on rack, obviously. Reese is letting the side down with his uh, Doxter PFP, but we'll forgive Reese. He's allowed to do that, right? But we've got Gins, we've got Cosmos Spaces, we've got Yaubster, we've got uh, Rekenna. Oh, have you seen that? What's that? That's dropped the day, didn't it? He's an absolute Kennedy. killer. He's an absolute oh. killer. Look at it. Look at his profile picture. Oh. Absolute murderer. Oh, unbelievable. I couldn't believe uh, the work Gaines put on that. Like, he absolutely dropped that bomb. He sent it to me this morning, man. Uh, like, like after uh, McKenna posted it, right? Like, put it, changed it, sorry. And I'm like, shit me, shall I like, drop the phone? Like I, like, I was like, what the fuck is that? It looks lethal, doesn't it? And what about bobbies? You like bobbies as well, the black and white. That's a lovely one, that. Yep, beautiful. Um, just quickly, I've just literally watched the auction tick back over to 15 minutes when someone put a bid on it. So confirmed, the new eBay method of trading on secret exists. As long as you continue to bid, another 15 minutes is added on. Thanks for that secret. A real, uh, stash, sorry, it's not secret's fault. It's Stash's fault. I'm not a fan. You had to go after somebody. R- Rama, we're trying to bring all the love and the energy and the positivity and the flowers and fucking unicorns that fart rainbow dust and everything. That's the position. And then Rama's like, hey, guys, they're rugging you. All I, I mean, Rama, is, where- this is incredible. The, the reserve's getting like a nice little cheeky top up because the bid keeps going up. This is amazing. This is the best feature I think Stash has introduced yet. Uh, outside of adding Raccoon to their collections. So, you know, second best. Would, Thanks. Shout out Stash Up. Shout out Stash Up, yeah. Uh, I think it's, Rama I think it's come- worth mentioning. Yeah, I just want to add one thing to the Stash that uh, we noticed yesterday. It's also possible you can basically update your, uh, like if you put an auction or like you try to sell something, it's not possible to actually edit it. So if you want to change anything, it's possible to make it. So that's pretty nice. But the only thing like Rama said, like, to wait 15 minutes again, that's that's pretty long. Rami, you want to respond? I think like five minutes would be all right, right? Like you put the bid on, you're obviously in like a bidding war, right? Like you give them five minutes, they chuck another bid on. If they don't respond in five minutes, the auction's over. Uh, you don't want to sit there for 15 and then be like, they did another 10 or 15 secret. Maybe there's a threshold. It might be like a 10% threshold. I don't know. I haven't put the bids in. Um, I'm not that rich. Um, no, I'm joking. Um, you know, but like 15 minutes for one bid, like a fair amount of time, right? Like just give us a, give us five, you know, ch- transfer some funds over or whatever. Uh, that's enough time. It's IBC. It's nice and quick. 
Uh, it's not like we're on, you know, Solana or, um, you know, any other shit change. So, Rama, um, Rama, while we're on NFTs, bro, while we're on NFTs, and I'm not playing devil's advocate, I'm just going to say it. I noticed that Dickie was in the chat, and I noticed he's, he's sporting a beautiful PFP. <laughs> yeah, do you want me to kick you? I'll kick you from the bloody channel. I can't believe he absolutely rugged me like that. I'm in there, and I'm absolutely working this guy in Discord. I'm haggling him down, you know, 15, 20 secret at a time. And he's like, last offer, I'm chucking it up. I, I DM'd in the group chat. I'm like, give it a day. 100% I'm getting this thing for close to what I want for it. 10 hours later, sold on the marketplace. Silence in the group chat. Dickie hits me up today. Hey, what would it take to get some writing on this profile picture? And he's got it at his profile. No, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm done. Good night. I'm, I'm feeling you, bro. I'm failing you because that was that was a shady. I was trying to help you in the Discord, right? I was trying to get it there, like get him down to four nine nine. I was like, oh mate, that's the best price. Like four nine nine is what you'll get in this market. We had him, we had him, Rama, yeah. And then big bags, Dicky comes in and just flaunts his money, just throwing it away for no reason, and gives him. I think it was like six ninety nine or something like that. Absolute bags. He's already got fifty of the things in his backpack. Now he had to had, had to have an extra one just to rub it into me. He's a clever bastard, Dickie. I met him last week. I had dinner with him. Shout out uh, Sin City and shout out Dickie. I had dinner with him in Bangkok last week. And he's, he's a, he's a, I tell you what, he's a wily old fox. And sorry, bro, for bringing the foxes in because we're all raccoons. But uh, Dickie is a, a young, like, wily old fox, man. He's got, I think he's got some vision of just being like Warren Buffett or something in, uh, in a few years, matey. Gaines. Gaines, hello, bro. Are you finished with your haircut or so? Are you all right, son? No, yeah, yeah. Hello, Gaines. I'm trimmed over here at the barber shop. Can you hear me? You enjoyed the show, bro. We can hear you perfect. You enjoyed the show, yeah? Oh, yeah. You guys did phenomenal job. Here to, just to, you know, tell you guys I really appreciate the feedback I'm getting from, uh, you know, the custom lettering on the racks. I enjoy doing it. It's so much fun. And the reactions I get every time, people are just so fucking pumped, dude. So pumped to see their rack with a tap. Uh, so, yeah, I'm actually probably four or five racks behind right now on requests to have them tatted up. Uh, so just, just you know, just hang in there. Uh, be patient because it takes a little bit of time, especially because, you know, I have a in real life job and I don't do crypto full time. But just uh, just hang in there. I'll get to you guys. Gins, I would quick, appreciate it. Reminder. Sorry, Robert, I'm going to interrupt you all the time tonight because I feel like I can. Uh, on the game, on the topic of gains and his uh, lettering on the NFT, minimum fifty secret tip. Just, just no, saying no, that Gainsy no, has no, Gainsy no. has no say in this. No <laughs> minimum fifty secret tip for the lettering because your NFTs are worth it, right? That that's as simple as that. The NFTs are worth it, so uh, you know, make sure you hook him up. All right, he's a good kid. T- t- tips are appreciated but not needed. You know, I, I do this for fun again, and like for the love of the for the love of the community. So. Sure. If you want to send me a tip, you know where exactly where it's going to go. I, I, I've been saving up for a raccoon NFT and that's where it's going to go. If not, it's going to get, you know, put into a, a swap for some more rack uh, tokens. So that's, that's where it's going to go in the end. Gains, Gains, I really need to ask you a question here. And this is quite relevant, I think. Uh, obviously, you know, like us OGs have been on this for months and months. And in, in IBC, everybody's, you know, eyesight is everywhere else there's that many nfts 
I, I, I don't want to say like you've joined us late. I just want to say that you're a recent member. How have you find? How have you found joining the raccoon like community? Uh, are you having fun, bro? Are we okay? Are we welcoming? And the same for your bros as well, yeah? What do you think of us? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a brotherhood for sure. You, you definitely feel it. Um, you know, just speaking with the, the dudes and the DMs and stuff, it's, it's like a brotherhood here. Uh, I was never gonna, I never expected it to be like this, uh, you know, um, because I've been in different NFT communities, and this is one of the ones that really, you know, really sticks out apart from the rest. It's, it's way different. It's, way, it's a way different community. And the fucking Why? Dev ship, Why? They got the fucking Why? dev ship. And look at Mo. Mo is such a friendly wreck. He's a friendly person. And, you know, constantly, constantly just fucking working. Has, uh, has Mia bought one? Grits, Grits and Mia haven't got one. These two are now speakers. Hello, buddy. Hey, Robo. <clears throat> hey, um, hey, guys. Uh, I have not got one yet, Robo. Um, <clears throat> still waiting. Still, still eyeing that uh, stash app. Um, but... That's a feature to stash where they kick that auction 15 minutes later. It's just to get the highest. It's just to get the highest price. I mean, I think you can when you post on stash that you can. I don't know if the the person posting the the NFT can decide whether or not to make it like an extended auction like that. But it's definitely a feature to get the highest bid for sure. Well, if you guys are giving out free racks, you should give Cosmos DeFi one because he's a bro instead of me because <laughs> he's awesome he helped me out hey, so. i did have a couple questions about the uh upcoming slots game um if 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 we can get any more information um do you guys know is it going to be like um just a single i mean i've played a little bit of slots in in my in my history not not recently um but uh is it going to be a one line slot is it going to be like you know how like some of the slot machines have three different lines I kind of um, want to try those. Is it going to be? I'm I'm sure you can adjust the bet, like the dice game. Any any information on the type of uh, slot game? Yeah. So <clears throat> I was going to word uh, like like I said a bit earlier. Usually, what we try to do is to release a uh, minimum viable product. So the first one is going to be a one liner, that's for sure. But V two, we're going to have new lines and new combination. But the first one is going to be a one liner. But and like you said, basically. You will be able, how it's going to work is going to work like in the multiplier way. Let's say that the smallest bid that you can make is 0 0.01 Juno. Then you're able to add in some multipliers when you actually like roll the thing. And it's for the rest, it's going to be the same. So let's say you roll uh, with 50 multipliers and then you win back uh, 20 free spins. You're able to like uh, roll it like for 20, 50 spins and stuff like that. So it's going to be a bit more than just a one liner, but the V2 you're going to have more combination and more lines. But uh, like you said, you can play with any amount of Juno. Awesome. Okay, very cool. And also, um, just some suggestions that might help um, make the slot game a little bit more exciting. Um, I know in, like, if you go to a traditional um, place of, of gaming, that there's definitely um, sounds involved with the slot machines. So that, that might be something that could be helpful. I don't know, you know how hard that would be to implement it. But also, what about a, a progressive jackpot? I don't know if you're very familiar with some of the um, the ways slots work with a progressive jackpot. It's more like you know five percent of the take goes into a larger jackpot, and then you have to like line up stuff a certain way to hit the to pro the progressive. Have you guys thought about that, or that's just a suggestion? 
So basically, uh, for the jackpot thing that you just mentioned, it's going to be part of V1. So uh, there's going to be a very small percentage that's going to go to a big jackpot, and you need to have like a very specific combination to win this one, but it's going to be rare. So this one is going to be in V1. And for the sound, it's actually funny because two days ago, we were just looking at sounds and we were like, what type of like weird sound can we put in there? But uh, yeah, I'm just going to write this down to make sure we have sounds in it. Yeah. There's going to be lights, yeah, that's for sure. But, uh, you yeah. could just get the classic, the classic slot machine sound, whatever, like 1960s slot machine sound, like the old school. That, that would be cool. That's great. I, we're, we're tracking on the same same uh thinking there and I, I like the idea of a progressive that that just makes it a little bit more interesting also um so blackjack is down the road i hear it's maybe you know further a couple months out but with blackjack oh, are, are you guys i mean i, I blackjack is going to go next level guys this, this is going to take this to the next level people people who people are who are in the gaming understand blackjack is is a very fun and simple game is it just going to be like full-blown just traditional blackjack rules you can double up like if you get you know a, a nine and a nine you can split you do a split and all that just traditional blackjack is that what you guys are thinking yeah so uh, basically it, before we get to the blackjack we're going to release the rock paper scissors so it's going to be like our very first game on secret that's going to be rock paper scissors to be able to see what we need to improve to go to blackjack but to answer your question, uh, it's going to be the very classic blackjack, and we're going to make sure that if you want to add in more stuff, the contract is flexible enough and stuff like that. But yeah, the, the first iteration is going to be very classic. Excellent, excellent. I think this is just this is great information. Anyone listening, there's <laughs> I'm just blown away. You guys are just thinking so far ahead, and it's it's great. Um, I'm dabbling a little bit with the uh, LP pool on on juno swap i like i like the uh incentives on there so ex excellent great great work guys appreciate it what, what's the what a legend question? what a legend what a legend that did hey mia thank you very much for jumping in there buddy and, and having a word i tell you what i love coming in and listening to your pal love coming in and listening to your mind very impressed with you tank Gains, Grits, the crew. It's been a lovely little like uh, link up like over the last, and especially with Rain Man as well, and he's fucking autism. We all love a bit of that. But uh, dude, it's been awesome, like awesome to have a bit of a link up lately. We're, we're, we're forming this little bit of a crew and we're not taking any shit from anybody. And I think the raccoons just like fit into that mold. Like, we, I'm going to swear, guys, we don't give a fuck, do we? Like, have you seen us, man? We do not give a fuck and yeah, i love that like what is that auction gone through play? yet is that auction gone through yet or not i hope it doesn't go too much auction. Auction. Buy one. oh dude you see you chasing you're chasing floor, you should have been floor is fun it is it is well no, i, I tell can't you what, afford it yet right <laughs> next week you know. bobby bobby swept the floor man at 70 70 like 70 to 78 dollars bobby swept the floor man he, he did like he's here now and he's working or he would speak rama what did he clear like he literally did, swept the floor at least 15 20 at least within like the bottom <sighs> of the bear 15 20 at 70 bucks a pop mental oh, shout out shout shout out bobby he's got three percent of the now. coin oh. He's, well, he's got three percent of the coin. He's got three percent of the NFTs. So, and he's an OG meme maker as well. I tell you what, man. Hey, I bet he fucking. I bet he washes his balls in almond fucking milk. That boy, I'll tell you. Those rates, no. 
Damn it. What did I miss? I'm here. What did I miss? Uh, you didn't miss anything at all. So much alpha. Uh, Damn you, Rama. Coming out that, that, that NFT owners will be able to see all the financial transactions hey, boys. records of the Dow and everything. <laughs> How's it going, guys? It's big. Robo. Robo, look. Look who joined us. The deuce is loose. The deuce is loose. Yeah, I'm on a plane, about to take off. But uh, yeah, had this week before. I believe in this project so much. It's great. Um, thanks so much, Mole, for all your hard work. Robo, you're kicking ass doing the AMA. Uh, everybody here is doing awesome. Gainsy, thanks again uh, You know for the awesome chat. You guys are amazing. I appreciate it. And uh, I'll catch you guys my land. How was the dogs? I was, how was yeah. the dogs, bro? Okay. How was um, the dogs? Are they all right? Yeah, yeah. Seamus, uh, he's got to go in for surgery here in two weeks, get his whole knee replaced. But uh, uh, otherwise, wow. yeah, they're, they're loving life, man. Uh, they're, they're enjoying Send him up, prayers. Hope he's okay. Appreciate How's it, brother. Bobby Send pops him. in real quick. He says, hey, guys, I'm just about to jump into my private jet. Just about to take off. Just so I can say <laughs> hi. I love you guys before my private jet takes off. Uh, I'll talk to you about <laughs> land in 45 minutes. Um, love you guys. Gangster. I gotta, I gotta go sign papers for this fucking house so i'll be back later peace all right boys i'll talk to you later where's Deuce. tank where's tank where's tank? i'm here man uh, i'm here i'm late i've had my phone on the whole time but dude i spoofed you yesterday on your youtube stream and i heard you I, like i tweeted or i said i have tweeted i commented and i was like robo the raccoons coming on your show and you ready you like is that fucking rubble or what? Like, and I mean, I was laughing my head off, bro. I watched your full show, fucking cracking, cracking. I don't know why I haven't been into it before. I've been fucking busy with all the shit and stuff, mate, you know. I'll not be missing you a show in the f- future. Like, that was really good crack. Uh, big up, big up. If you go back to Tanks, guys, I just want to say quickly, if you go back to Tanks' uh, stream yesterday, Myla? I was watching it last night. He, uh, he called it Myla. as it should be called. He called it as it should be called. Uh, tank, uh, yeah, last night I, I heard Raymond. exactly every word you said, and I loved it. Who's that? Who's, who's shouting? <laughs> I, think it's James, uh, I think it's James' microphone that's on. James, he doesn't oh, know. wait a minute. Wait, just mute, 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 mute. I've muted him. I've muted him. I've muted him. My bad, guys. I, was, uh, I got home and I can't find my kids. They're gone. You can't find your kids. What? They're not a fucking set of. They're not a set of fucking. They're not a set of car keys. What do you mean? I lost the fucking kids. They're not a set of car keys, bro. They got legs, man. <laughs> they, they they go anywhere they want. I don't know where the, <laughs> the hell they went. Uh, man. Hey, Robo. Like seriously though, I, I appreciate it, man. Like, hey, that's what we do, man. We just call the ship like we see it, and it's just the truth. I mean, come on. I'm not going to hide just because people are chosen to be the chosen child and shit like that. It, it, fuck it, it is what it is. Oh, your man went there. That's what I was talking about. That's what, if, if you're listening, yeah, very simple, very plain, simple sentences, chosen child, we get the message, hey, just, just, hey, that's how you'll accelerate, like, your user base. Right, and that's how you know. Just, just keep pushing that content out because I could watch that all day, mind. I really, really thoroughly enjoyed sitting and listening to that. Can I bring Winston on? I saw you had your yes. little camera. Can you? Yeah. Can I bring Winston on? Yep. Okay. T- tell me when. Tell me when, bro. We'll do it next week, now. Sometimes. We'll do it on Monday. Uh, Monday. Uh, oh shit! I'm getting divorced you, on you Monday, bro. Me. You tell me when, when it's shit. good for you. 
bro, but I, I am, I'm getting divorced on Monday. <laughs> like, I probably shouldn't be <laughs> announcing that on the foot. That's the truth, though, mate. The group chat I already know. Like, it was either, uh, it was either today, and I was like, I can't fucking do it today, man. I need to focus on the spaces. You'll have to wait. So she was like, no, well, it's got to be Monday. So I was like, fair enough. Uh, what, what, I mean, do you do yours in the morning? Are we talking well, like yeah, late at night? Because... Yeah, for, well, we could. I mean, honestly, I, I've, I've said this before. Uh, for certain individuals, I'll, I'll, I'll pivot and do things on different times and stuff like that. I, I usually, for me, it's nine fifteen uh, in the morning uh, when we go live. But I mean, if it's easier, because I know we're on complete opposite sides of the world. If it's easier, I mean, I could do one in the afternoon or whatever it is, man. Actually, now you couldn't mention it because, uh, believe it or not, I, I'm only working like uh, in real life work two days a week, uh, Tuesday and Friday right now. Uh, but I am going to kick off a new contract on Monday, uh, which is like five till seven. So I've got to go and get, Jesus, what a shit Monday I've got, man. I've had Monday off for like, guys, I've had Monday off for like three and a half months. I've never worked on Monday for this long. And now I've got a bloody go on Monday and uh, get divorced. And then I've got to work five till seven. Uh, dude, I'll be back home uh, like our time. By like, I'll be, I'll be ready to go by like 9 p.m. here, bro. I'll be ready to go at 9 p.m. here. Uh, today, so it's be like, there's got to be sometime next week next or the week, week after that because I got, I was telling ah, my okay. stream today, yeah, I, I'm, I'm buying more real estate property down there in Florida. So I'm like, my, I got, I got meetings back to back to back to back to back, man. Gangster. Real estate. Donnie Brasco, yeah, Donnie Brasco Danny. I'm either living the wrong life or I'm 20 years too young. Uh, you guys flying in your private jets, buying up real estate in, you know, Florida. And I'm over here grinding the nine to five, talking in crypto spaces, seven hours a day on top of that. We're like, hey, in, but we're like hey, in Bangkok. I've got seven autistic lady boys. Hey, I'll tell you what, you'll not, I'll crush you a fucking soul, son. You'll never leave the house again. <laughs> Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part one of a two-part Robo and Raccoon AMA and the 2022 Roadmap to Glory. Recorded on Thursday, August 11th, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep a hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focused, star scream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, envision in the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Sitting in.
in a little den envision in the middle men listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next no one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol but it didn't matter we was all hyped up when the pedal lit the metal he just didn't have the right skill watched in the daytime till the night curfew rats in a cage till they make time to murky got a little job that falls under my purview we gotta get this mob away from the birds view gotta find cover wipe off the bird poop right off the work while you try on the worst juice blinded by perps who try to reverse truth slide like fox news just trying to lie to you eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants i can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis mock up a basement could call me resilient waiting for the internet to make me a billion Vision in the middle men listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next billion talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next billion Ten spaces